Thanks for listening to the Valley Point Church Podcast. We hope it's a blessing to you. Good morning, Valley Point Church. It is great to see you. Welcome to the first Sunday of a new month, and welcome to a brand new series called Seasons. This series will carry us through the month of October, and I'm really glad you're here as we begin this conversation together. Seasons. Generally, we think of a time of the year where we transition from one season to the next, and certainly we're walking through one of those transitions right now, and I hope you are enjoying every aspect of the change in a season. But you can also look at that word and say, point in time. We can look at a season as a very specific point in time. And we all walk through seasons. We all do. And often it sounds like this. Well, right now, I'm in a waiting season. I'm waiting for something to change or I'm waiting for something to begin, or I'm even waiting for something to stop, but here I am in this waiting season. Or we might say something like this, I'm in a season of looking for a new job, and I get the chance to talk to many of you when you walk through that type of season. You reach out to me and you ask me to pray for you as you walk through that particular season. Other people say, you know, I'm in a season of raising young kids, and boy, that has its own unique challenges, and maybe you find yourself in that season right now, and you're worn out of it because of everything you have to do with young kids. That's a season. Other people say, you know, I'm in an empty nest season, or I'm in a retirement season. Some people say things like this. You know, right now I'm in a season of pain and suffering and there's a lot of hurt in my life and I'm hoping this season will end soon because of all the pain and hurt. That's a season. Other people say, you know, I'm in a season of joy right now and a season of success and I hope this lasts for a long time because it feels so good. Seasons. We all walk through seasons, these points in time. Scripture even talks about this. Solomon, one of the wisest individuals to ever live, according to many scholars, actually writes these words in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. He says, For everything there is a season, there is a time. So season and point of time, and that's what Solomon is saying here. For everything, there is a season. There is a point of time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest. And what Solomon does is he goes on from there and he lists just a bunch of other types of seasons or points in time. Again, we all experience seasons. Sometimes we love our season 
and sometimes we absolutely hate it. But we all walk through seasons of life. I think the overarching theme of any season we may be walking through is that there is something to learn and discover within that season. Often we want to run out from under a season of pain and we don't want to sit in that. And so we try to get to that next season and fail to learn and discover what God may want to teach us in that season. And perhaps in a season of joy or success, we want to sit there a little too long and not get to whatever the next season may be. And even in sitting there too long, perhaps we fail to discover and learn what God may want for us there. All of these points of time, all of these seasons are there for our learning and our discovery. Today, I want to launch our series by thinking about what I refer to as an impact season. So I think within any particular season we may be in currently, there is certainly an opportunity to have impact if we look for it and if we search. A way that we can impact in a godly way, in a good way, the lives of the people Around us, and so we have to search for that and we have to look for these impact opportunities, these impact seasons. And so, I want to think through what an impact season may look like where we live, work, and play because it's going to be different for all of us. So, let's think about a season of impact. To help us understand this, I want to actually talk to someone who, for the past 20 years, she has been walking through an impact season in the country of Bangladesh. She's an inspiring person, just giving her life in service to others. So will you please help me welcome to the stage Valley Point's own Deb Barnum. All right, she's not quite here yet, so help me welcome once again (laughs) Deb Barnum. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. (laughs) It's great to have Deb here. She's actually returning to Bangladesh on Tuesday and will be there for a few years. So we're really grateful that you've chosen to be at Valley Point Church this morning. And you are wearing the Bangladesh national outfit. Yes. So is this something you would wear almost every day? Yes. This is called the Shalwar Kameez. And this is what I would wear teaching um, just everyday life. There's a, a fancier dress. I noticed you've really dressed up this morning. He looks sharp, huh? <laughs> There's a fancier dress that the Indians call a sari and the Bangladeshis call a shari. But it takes me a long time to wear that, and so I usually just go for the easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for wearing that so we can see what Bangladeshis yeah. wear as well. So yeah. please have a seat. And I would encourage all of you as we move through our time together this morning that you pull out the bio that is printed for you in our program that kind of replaces our talk notes for today. You will see Deb's bio there, and that contains a lot of good information about her compassion efforts in the country of Bangladesh. So please read through that. Okay, for 20 years now, Deb, 20 years is a long time to be doing something. For 20 years, you have been giving your life away in service in Bangladesh. But your story certainly begins before that. 
you grew up right here in Garnet Valley and going to Valley Point Church as well. So talk to us about growing up right here. That's right. We moved into the area in 1981, and uh, I graduated from uh, Garnet Valley High School right here in 1987. Go Jags. That's right. Um, back in my year, um, the football team was on the other end of the spectrum, but <laughs> <laughs> excited to hear about that. They're still undefeated, right? That's right. Yay. <laughs> so. When did you know as a teenager, as a young person, that you would do something different with your life and really give your life away in service to other people? When did you sense that or just have this calling that you're going to do something unique? Yeah, when I was a teenager, um, when I was 15 actually, we went to a Christian camp in upstate New York and um, the man there was talking about, you know, he had um, served the Lord in South America and um, he talked that night about um, Romans chapter 10, about the verses that say that um, uh, how beautiful are the feet of those that uh, preach the gospel of peace and um, I, I heard that voice that night and thought, um, I, I want to have, um, I want to go someplace. I want to do something that will have an eternal impact. Mm. I love that section of scripture because it uses an interesting phrase about feet being beautiful. So I think we can all honestly admit that feet are not beautiful, no matter what you do to them or how much you may pamper them. Feet are really (laughs) not beautiful, but when we share good news beautiful feet. So you get to walk out of here having beautiful feet today, and so does everybody else who shares good news. So that's, <laughs> that's a good thing. You grew up as one of five kids mm-hmm. in your home, and I know that your family has been very supportive of your compassion efforts in Bangladesh, which has been a great source of encouragement to you. Yeah. But eventually, that, that calling that you received when you were at that camp and you were really sensitive to what God was whispering into your heart. That calling took you away from home and from America and what you grew up with and what you knew and took you to Bangladesh. So talk to us about your work with the Bangladeshis. Well, basically, I teach English. Um, I have some second language classes, ESL classes uh, for kids and for adults. And um, you see some of my students up there. And I also teach um, middle school, high school each day at um, our school called William Carey Academy. There's some crazy students there. Um, So, Tell us about the demographics of Bangladesh in relationship to faith and religion because it's different than here in the States and Mm -hmm. certainly that has impact on your work as well. So tell us about the demographics there. Yeah, and I, I, first of all, I want to thank you for pronouncing the name of the country correctly. Um, so many people get it wrong, but it's, it's the Bangladesh. Bangla is the language and the culture, um, and Desh means country. So it's the land of the Bengalis or the country of the Bangladeshis, and mm. so good job. Um, uh, according to Wikipedia, there are 160 million people in Bangladesh, um, and... That's about uh, half of the population in the United States living in an area about the size of Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. Mm. So if half of the people in the United States all decided to move here to Pennsylvania and Jersey, 
you get an idea of how many people there are and how, um, how crowded it is. Mm. But uh, about 90% of the population is Muslim, about 9% uh, Hindu, and only a half of 1% are Christian. Mm. So Bangladesh actually has um, six seasons, not just a measly four. <laughs> um, the rainy season you mm. probably have heard about. <laughs> um, the summer season brings mangoes. Um, but my favorite season is winter um, when we grow our gardens. It's kind of like South Florida in, the, in its weather. Mm. And you return on Tuesday. Which season do you enter? Uh, I think it'll be the end of the what they call the dewy season. So it's still hot and wet, but I'm looking forward to winter in December. <laughs> Great. So talk about churches in Bangladesh, and mm -hmm. you attend a church when you're there, and it's something that meets on a different schedule than what we experience here in the States. So tell, tell us about that. It's unique. Yeah. Um, the, over there, the Muslim day of worship is Friday, and so we actually go to school Sunday through Thursday, and then we worship on Fridays. So on Friday morning, we'll go to a Bangladesh uh, church, a Bangla church, um, and then on Friday evenings, we have an English worship service there in Chittagong. And um, I help out with the, uh, the children's program there. And so hmm, you can't call me a Sunday school teacher or maybe a Friday school teacher. <laughs> Friday school. So this is interesting. <laughs> we normally approach Friday and it's like, yes, it's the weekend. It's finally here. And so I've been trying to put into my mind when I come to Friday and there's this relief that the weekend has arrived to be thinking about Deb and her church-going day in Bangladesh and to remember to pray for you and the work in Bangladesh. So let's all remember when it comes to Friday, it's not just about the weekend, but <laughs> our partner in Bangladesh, Deb, is actually in church. So will you commit to helping me pray for Deb on Friday? All right, that doesn't sound that encouraging. Will you help me and remember to pray for Deb? Great, okay. So in Friday school, we'll be, we'll be praying for you. Good. I want you to share a couple of stories. Story number one would be spiders, reptiles, they have to exist there. So tell us about that. Well, instead of telling you, I thought I'd show you a few pictures. These, uh, <laughs> it's, as I said, it's like South Florida. So there's lots of critters in the house. And uh, these guys actually eat the mosquitoes, so we don't mind them so much. Um, this guy, well, you know, you just don't go in the kitchen at night. <laughs> I think that's actual size. <laughs> and, you know... Oh, then there, there's, yeah, okay. there's him. Okay, more actual size. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, these the, you just learn to live with these guys, and or not, and uh, <laughs> or use a lot of bug spray and <laughs> spray yourself. But um, the ones to really be uh, scared of are um, mosquitoes that can mm. carry um, fevers and other diseases. So, um, yeah, but the Lord takes care of us and. Uh, and keeps us healthy. Praise God. <laughs> so more to pray for, for Deb in Bangladesh. Yeah. The second story, just talk about the joy that comes from your work and a good, a good story, a good news story. Share yeah. that with us. Um, really one of the, one of my most favorite things is um, seeing the light of understanding come on in the students' eyes and, and the joy uh, that they get in learning and, um, that I have in sharing with them. 
And um, also when my, uh, when my co-workers um, tell me that their kids say, um, oh, we can't wait to go over to uh, Aunt mm. Deb's house um, to have uh, a fun night uh, like, uh, like you see here. We have fun. So I just um, love having the kids over, and, and uh, I'm glad that I'm able to be an encouragement to um, both Bangladeshi and, uh, and foreigner families. Mm. The value of English and the Bangladeshis learning that. Can you speak to that? Yeah, um, English is an international business language, and so um, uh, a lot of people really want um, English um, and want to learn English, and so it's a, it's a really an open door um, that I ha- have there. Um, most of my week is at William Carey Academy, but I have the ESL classes for kids on Saturday, and uh, when I can in the evenings um, for ESL classes for ladies. So um, there's there's lots of opportunities to um, reach into people's lives and get to know them, form relationships with them. For 20 years now, you have been doing this. Has anyone ever told you that you're crazy? You're crazy for giving up life in America and what you maybe could have here and what you could enjoy. And certainly your family is here. So has anybody ever said that to you? Uh, Maybe not in so many words, but (laughs) uh, a lot of people ask me, is it safe over there? Mm. And um, honestly, is it safe in America? But um, we, I I feel like the Lord um, took me there (laughs) and the Lord takes care of me. He watches over us. And um, as I said, keeps us, keeps us healthy and safe. And um, the Lord, there's certainly challenges to being um, single and um, a lady um, over there, but there's opportunities as well. There's unique opportunities. So I praise the Lord for uh, my singleness in this season of my life. Mm. One of the things I've always appreciated about you in the time frame that I've been here and in getting to know you as someone that our church supports financially in your work there in Bangladesh is that you track with what's happening at Valley Point and mm-hmm. She is aware of our series and what I've been teaching, and you'll often comment on that. At the top of every year, we do this series called Life Verse, where we encourage people to pick a verse or two just to anchor your soul for this new year. And I know that's an exercise you walk through as well, Mm -hmm. even though you're not normally here. So your life verses, will you share them with us, please? Yeah, my life verse, um, it's up on the screen there for you, is um, 1 Corinthians 15. Verses 57 and 58, and they say, But thanks be to God, who has given us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. These verses are great, and verse 58 starts with therefore. It's a connecting word that takes us back to what is before, and Mm -hmm. you look at therefore and say, what is it therefore? And so it combines these two beautiful verses, and... Mm -hmm. It's really been, uh, these words have been encouraging to you. So speak to that and how they're helping you and what they mean to you. Yeah, um, I just take these verses um, to heart to mean, um, you know, God is in control. Even if I um, make mistakes, even if I mess up, even if I sin, um, Mm. you know, I'm working for the Lord. I'm trying to, um, you know, do what I can for the Lord. Um, for the Lord and, and serve him and, and honor him and trust him. 
and uh, and I can trust that he's still in charge. Mm. Um, I, you know, um, no matter what I do, and so um, I I appreciate that, and I it's um, comforting to me to know that um, God will use my little thing. Like uh, you know, in the Bible, the little boy presented his lunch to Jesus. He only had two fish and five loaves, and um, Jesus used that to feed thousands of people. So That's right. I pray that, um, you know, just my little thing, will God will take it and, and uh, make a big thing of it. Well, I want to encourage you for being an individual who has said, here's what I have, here's, here's my lunch, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to the Lord, and he'll use it, and you have a skill set that is making a difference in Bangladesh. So thank you so much for being willing to go and to live and to make a difference in a different place than home. That's a remarkable thing. And I certainly want to encourage you for that. And also want to talk to our church and just say, where you live, work, and play, it may not be Bangladesh, right? That's her calling. Our calling may be a bit different than that. And so where you live, work, and play, you have a set of skills and you have abilities that God has specifically given to you. And for you to offer that up to him, knowing that God can use that in unique and marvelous ways. And it'll be different than Deb's story. It'll be different than mine and different than the person sitting next to you. But God wants to take who you are And what you have with all of the successes as well as all of the brokenness, God wants to grab all of that when we offer it up to him and he'll use it to make a big difference. And you're Mm -hmm. a great example of how God is doing that in a very unique place. So thank you for your commitment for 20 years. I think (laughs) that is so amazing. And during that time frame, Valley Point Church has financially supported Deb on a monthly basis, and so I just want to encourage you that when you give to God's work here, it not only does things right here in our local communities, but that also goes out around the world to places like Bangladesh, where she is teaching English to kids and adults, and it's going to make a difference in their world as it's a valuable tool for them to have. So I want to thank you for your generosity that enables our organization to support the dynamic work that a person like Deb is doing. And I know that she expresses and is thankful for that Mm -hmm. generosity that you provide as well. Deb is going to be out in the lobby when we finish here. She has a table out there with stuff from Bangladesh, including candy. Now she set up that table on Tuesday. I've been snacking on that candy all week long. It's great. So There's still some left. There's still some <laughs> left, so please go out and get some. Introduce yourself to Deb. She has prayer cards that you can take as a reminder to pray for her and think about her and her work, and so please have that conversation with Deb. You leave on Tuesday, right? and you will be gone. We will probably not see Deb for two and a half years. She doesn't return because that's her calling and her work. And so this is our last Sunday to see you for a little bit. So we need to remember on Fridays, 
to be praying for her as she's at church and you take whatever information you want from her table so that you can remember Deb and her work as she is an extension of Valley Point and we want to remember that. So I do have a thank you gift. This is from Valley Point Church. It is a financial gift to you as a way to say thank you for 20 years of service in Bangladesh. Can we thank Deb for her work? So a final question, and I didn't let you know about this question. Are there any Wawa's in Bangladesh? No, not yet. Okay. Wait for it. They're probably coming, and perhaps you can use some of that cash either there or before you go to grab some tasty cakes and other items as a reminder of home (laughs) as you return. Again, Deb, thank you so much for what you have done for 20 years. You're an extension of what's happening at Valley Point, and we look forward to hearing about what happens in Bangladesh over the next couple of years. So again, will you just help me thank Deb? Do that. (laughs) Okay, will you pray with me? God, I just want to lift up Deb right now and thank you for her work for 20 years and how you have enabled her to make a difference in Bangladesh. And I pray that as she returns on Tuesday that you would give her safety. I pray as she reengages with the work there and with the culture that you would help that to be a smooth process. God, I pray that you'd give her favor with people, with her students, with children and adults alike. And I pray that you continue to use the skills and the abilities that you have given to her to make a real difference there and to shine for you. God, I thank you for individuals like this who are, are, they're just a reminder to us of what you can do in a person's life when we open our hearts and our lives to you. God, the reality is you haven't called most of us to Bangladesh. That's not what you've asked of us. For the majority of us, you've asked us to live right here in the communities that surround Valley Point Church. And we go to work, we go to school, we have families, we interact with the people around us. God, all of that is very important work. So help us to be reminded of that when we step back into whatever you have for us tomorrow at school, at home, at work, in our communities, whatever it looks like. Help us to be ready just to offer ourselves to you. Help us to be kind. Help us to extend empathy to other people, knowing that these two attributes will make a significant difference where you have placed us. God, again, I just thank you for today and for the opportunity to talk to a very special person that you have touched in a unique way and you are using her. We pray that you continue to do that and use us as well as we begin this new week. We thank you for this time. We pray it all now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
Thanks for listening. If you call Valley Point Church home or would like to make a donation, please go to valleypointchurch.com slash online giving. If you're in need of prayer, we would love to serve you in that way. Send us a message at prayer at valleypointchurch.com. Be blessed.